I do my own thing. I don't stay. I've, I've tried the Jeffin and things like that, and I, I can't do that. I can't set times and whatever. I just run, and when I need to walk, I walk, and then I start running again. But I have two charities, uh, Walk the Walk, and also MS Societies, my two main charities that I've, I've done work for over the years. I've got a tattoo. It says Believe. It's on my wrist. Um, one of the reasons I got it on my wrist is, obviously, I've, I've known people who have cancer, MS, um, who are not getting better, won't get better. And that keeps me going. I used to think it, but I, I just look at my wrist now. Everybody's on about times and whatever. And my goal is still to walk a sub six. That is still a goal. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting at 6.19 for walking one. And I would love to get under six, but I don't really care. You know, I just go out and I just enjoy it. Hi, my name is Michelle Lewis. Ten years ago, you'd have been lucky to see me run to the end of the road. These days, running is second nature to me. From marathons to park runs to putting my own running group through their paces. You'll often see me in suitably loud attire, getting ready to pound the pavements. And here's a secret. If I can do it, you can too. There's so many wonderful and inspiring stories in the world of running. And not just running, some of my favourite tales involve those who take to their wheelchairs, bikes or simply their own trusty feet in an attempt to get fitter, faster or just have some fun. In this podcast, I'm going to be in conversation with some of the most inspiring and fascinating of these people. Remember, it's your time, your speed, your way. The only person you need to keep up with is yourself. Hello and welcome back to the Running Tales podcast. I've spoken to some amazing athletes who've run incredible distances and times on this podcast, but always whilst remembering that however far and in whatever time you do it in, it's just getting out and doing which is the real achievement. That's why I really enjoyed this week's chat with Max Doyles. Max didn't start running until she was in her 50s and often walk runs her races. Not that she hasn't done some serious distances as well. This is her running tale. I started, I started running in 2015, um, although I actually started walking distance in 2012. Um, I started with the moonwalk. 2013, I did a double moonwalk, which is 52 miles. 2015, I booked again for another double moon walk um, and the training for that is basically six months. So you basically give up six months of your life to just constantly train. Um, when I finished it in 2015, I was actually just a bit sick of it. I'd actually sickened myself with all the walking. Um, and about a week, 10 days after I'd done the 52 miles, I went out for a walk. And I was just so fed up of walking. <laughs> I, started, I started to run. <laughs> so middle of night walking about, I don't know, about half a mile in or something. I thought, I'm not doing this. I can't do this. It's boring. I'll start to run. Um, and I'd started to run. And I, I did a walk run. It, it wasn't all running. Um, but I did 5K. And I thought, oh, this is, this is quite good. <laughs> and it was a completely different feeling completely different feeling it was just something new um so yeah so I really enjoyed it that's 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 when my running started um, and then where and why it from, started and where you are near, is it in Edinburgh or near Edinburgh and just over in Fife yes yeah, about 12 so, miles from Edinburgh yeah so mm-hmm. you're walking 
I take it is all for the heels, and then now you're running heels as well. Uh, yes. Yeah, Most people start off flat. You're like, I'm going to start running. It's natural. <laughs> you can't get away from hills here. I mean, I do park run, um, and I think it's now Wisdom Fairmont Park Run, and it's the fourth hardest in Scotland. I think it's sitting at now. So going back to your start of your journey, you did five kilometres. You know, came home, had your cup of tea, and then mm-hmm. when when you next got the trainers on, did you think? I'm going to go running or did you have walking boots on and had to go and buy some trainers? No, because I do power walking, which you just wear the same trainers as running. Okay. I don't, I I don't use boots. It was, it is just trainers that I use. Um, And to be honest, (laughs) the speed between my walking and running isn't that much difference. (laughs) But you gave it a go. You give it a go. Yeah, but I I still kept, yeah, I still kept running. I enjoyed the runs. And I was determined to try and actually run a 5K, you know, without stopping. That was my goal, was to actually run a 5K without stopping. Um, which, to be fair, I've only probably done about two or three times. <laughs> I'm one of these old buddies that started late and just needs walk breaks. <laughs> so I walk and run. It's, it's, I, um, thing. Yeah, do my own thing. I don't stay. I've, I've tried the Jeffing and things like that, and I, I can't do that. I can't set times and whatever. I just run and when I need to walk, I walk and then I start running again. Um, no. But no, I enjoy it. It's good. Yeah. Did you yeah. have a friend to go with you or was this just something you did for yourself? No, I did it for myself. Um, and I live in a village um, outside uh, Dunfermline, which is say, about 12 miles from Edinburgh. Um, so there's two villages and a main road between them. And I used to just go back and forward along the main road. Um, and that got a bit boring. So I decided that I would join Jog Scotland and I'd find a local Jog Scotland and I joined them um, and I was there for a while. Um, I actually became a job leader there, working in the, the beginners group and going out and just, again, doing the jogs. But they actually obviously work so that any level of fitness, you know, there are three groups, any level of fitness um, and you just regroup all the time. You do your run. If, if you're quicker than the next person, then you just turn and come back, go to the last person. So there's, you never lose anybody. You so yeah, I did Jog Scotland. Yeah, I did Jog Scotland probably for about a couple of years. When did you do your first race? A rock and roll marathon. Well, it was a rock and roll half marathon in Edinburgh. It was the first sort of major race that I did. And that was good. I really enjoyed that. I, I mix walking and running. My first race, yeah, it was 2013. But that was still walking. My first running race was probably would have been sometime during 2015. And how did you um, feel at the start line? Was you nervous? Because this was a whole new thing, running yeah. it, not walking it. Yeah, I know. This is completely different. I, I don't really like the start lines. <laughs> so I just want to get away. Um, but yeah, I, I, it would probably, I'm trying to think back to what race it would be. It would definitely be Arthur's Seat. Um, probably one of the great runs to be honest because he had 5 and 10k's over there yeah so prob- probably Arthur's seat being 10k probably I would think would be the one I can remember me running down off Arthur's seat during the 10k which is brilliant but yeah I'm, I'm not I'm not really nervous at the beginning of a race I just want to get away and just get it done um, and probably like a lot of runners the, the first mile or that it's like why am I doing this? I can't be bothered doing this. This isn't, I can't, I'm just going to go home. <laughs> 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 but get a mile or two in and yeah, 
I'm fine. I'll just keep going. So, so what, what keeps you going and why do you do it? Why do you do the walking? Is it for charity? Is it for mental health? Is it to lose weight? Probably a bit of everything. Yeah. Um, I do a lot. Of, I mean, even in running, I have two charities, uh, Walk the Walk and also MS Societies, my two main charities that I've, I've done work for over the years. One of the main reasons is, uh, I don't know if you'll see that, but I've got a tattoo which okay. says... You can't really see it from my angle. It says believe. That's and on your wrist, yeah. It's on my wrist. Um, one of the reasons I got it on my wrist is, obviously, I've, I've known people who have cancer, MS, um, who are not getting better, won't get better. Um, and that keeps me going. Um, I used to think it, but I, I just look at my wrist now. Um, and that just basically tells me that I might be sore at the end. You know, I might be in pain. I might be tired or whatever. But a couple of days and you're back up and running. You're, you know, I've got a life, so that's yeah. that's something that keeps me going. Sad, but yeah, it's something that keeps me going. Yeah. No, no, everyone's got you know their reasons. What do you prefer, the running or the walking? Because I get the impression it's more the walking. I I like short distance running. I can't do long distance running. I just I've tried. I tried. My goal was to run a marathon. Um, and I kept getting injured. I had calf injuries. Uh, I can't see it. Plantar fasciitis. I've, I've, all sorts of injuries. Um, after Jog Scotland, actually, um, one of my friends at work had said to me that I needed to move on from Jog Scotland. And he did something for my running. And he did something which would improve me, as opposed to just going out running on a Wednesday night. And by that time, I had become a jog leader, so I was helping the beginners. So I was never actually doing a run for myself. I was doing a run for other people. So my pal had said, you need to join a running club to improve your running. Um, and of course, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm in my 50s. I can't run very well. I'm just plodder at the back sort of thing. I can't join a running club. Um, but no, um, she persuaded me to join a local club. So I'm in the Carnegie Harriers in Dunfermline. And they're actually a mixed club. You know, some do speed, some do um, trail, some do whatever. Our club do everything. Um, Cross-country, trail, speed, plodders, ultras. They do everything. Um, mountains, you know, everything. Um, I keep telling them I'm going to get the sweeper on the back of my, my, my vest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm their sweeper. And I'm proud of it, you know. I think I'm probably the slowest in the club, but it's brilliant. And when I joined that, I actually got quite good at running. You know, my speed was actually getting up and I was getting quite good at running. Um, and I had an accident at work, which injured my knee. So I was out for about six months. And another, obviously, thing um, that probably a lot of women runners will go through is was I hit the menopause. And that caused me a lot of problems as well with tiredness and drained. So my running took toll there as well. I, I couldn't do what I wanted to do. So I've actually slipped quite far back. But I still like the running, but I do uh, short distances. You know, I'll, I'll do five, possibly 10K runs. Um, one of the things that my running club taught me was that you don't have to put yourself through all that. You know, they're in awe. They, they, they would never go out and walk 26 miles. You know, they're three hours in home. <laughs> um, so to, for them to go out and walk, six hours it's just like oh, you're crazy why do you do that you know um but they're really supportive so yeah so i run short distances 
and I walk long distances. I don't know if I have a preference. I, I like doing both. It depends on my mood. And you've got a different yeah, style, like one's running, yeah. one's walking. But last, yeah. if I remember last year with the moonwalk, you're quite a big part of it in Scotland because you didn't mm -hmm. get asked to go to Berlin. Well, I know them quite well because it's a small charity. Then you actually get to know them. Um, and Sally, the event organiser up here, she's, um, she's called on me a few times to actually help her with promotions and things up here for it. So I do know them quite well and I'd shown interest in Berlin about going but never really thought much about it. I thought, oh, I'm not going to go, whatever. Uh, but they had places and they phoned me up one day and said, you were quite interested in going to Berlin, how, how do you fancy going? You know, and this was something like March and it's on in September. I thought, right, okay. So I, I messaged my husband and said, we need a little chat when I come home. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I've had that many a times. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, so he knows me. So <laughs> I basically walked through the door and he said, well, I take it you're going then. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I went to Berlin. Um, I've actually done, I don't know how many, I've done about, I think, 80 or 90 events probably since I started. I see the short ones, five, 10 Ks, they've kind of been, um, they've been what, uh, running. Um, Dublin, we did the rock and roll in Dublin. That was a mixture of running and walking. I did intend to go and walk that until I spoke to an American guy from Texas. I think it was in the start line. Um, because like, like you, I talk. <laughs> and he it's convinced good to talk. me that. It's good to talk. <laughs> <laughs> he convinced me I should jeff it. So walk, run, walk, run. So um, yeah, I decided, oh yeah, just go for it, you know. <laughs> So I did that, which I enjoyed. So yeah, I tend to do a bit of walk, run and a half. I don't tend to just walk a half. And then I see the fools, I've, I've never ran a, a full at all. Although I've done 22 marathons, but I've never ran one yet. Um, and we even went to New York. We went to New York for MS Society. We did that as well. So yeah, it's, it, it's a mixture. It's a mixture. And I enjoy both. They're both so different. You know, you just... Because you run doesn't mean to say you can walk, and because you walk doesn't mean to say you can run. They're, right. they're, they're quite different ways of using your legs. So, um, so yeah, just to give people an idea as well, because you know you have got a very carefree attitude, it's great. Yeah. Your, your times of a marathon and a half marathon, what you do when you're running yeah. and walking, what what sort of mm -hmm. times are they? Yeah, well, I've I've ran I've ran walked if you like, because I don't fully run a half, but. Um, Okay, start from a 5K. The quickest 5K I've done at Park Run, which is hilly, was 31 minutes. Wow. Which I was, thought, oh, that was quite good for me. <laughs> I need to get back there, but that was that. 10K I've done in an hour. Um, so again, wow. walk, run. Yeah. Um, the half marathon, again, walk, run, but half marathon, I think was 2.20, I think was about 2.20, although I have walked one in 2.50. So you still yeah. did it, still same distance. Yeah, and that was why I think that was why when it came to the marathons and I was desperate to run a marathon, that was why the club was saying to me, Look, you're getting injured all the time when you're trying to do distance. There's like half an hour between what you can run one and what you can walk one. Why are you trying to run one? And that right. was their attitude. And then that was from a running group, you know. Um, and that was what they were saying, look, forget it. it you know, it's 
some you don't need to go for that goal because that was me trying to push for a goal um, and they say look just forget it forget about running it you're happy aim for a time at walking um, but to be honest I don't really care about times <laughs> no no that's good <laughs> it's just nice that you still get out there yeah I did care when I first started everybody's on about times and whatever and yeah and my goal is still to walk a sub six that is still a goal I mean I'm, I'm sitting at 619 for walking one and I would love to get under six but I don't really care you know I just go out and I just enjoy it and I bet um, New York was amazing the atmosphere one of the biggest marathons in the world it was it's been passed it was the biggest in the world when we did it and it was for a couple of years after that the, the number that was ours but it's, I think it was past a couple of years ago the actual people that finished it it's not the people that start it's the kind of people that finished um but yeah that's 52,000 people and there's over a million on the streets um yeah that's just an experience it's yeah you have to do it everybody and, has to do New York <laughs> and let's get on to one of my favorite subjects park run so what's your local park run <laughs> my local park run uh Dunfermline so uh We've been going for five years. We just and what sort, what's the course like? Is it a loop? Is it just one loop? You know, it's it's uh, three loops. It's three loops. Um, once, twice, three times a hill is one of the, the actual slogans we have there. It's the fourth hardest in, in Scotland. Um, there is a, a sort of a start, a lead into it, and then you do three loops, and then there's a long straight to finish it, um, which always gets a good sprint, you know, trying to beat the person in front of you. Although it's not a race, it's a run. But yeah, that was five years ago. Um, we had to have a non-park run, run where everybody kind of went staggered throughout the day to have our birthday party this year, keep our social distance. But that was uh, five years ago. The first race, uh, the first day that we had park on the first run, it was pouring with rain, soaking wet. Um, but no, it's good. That's I'm actually on the core committee. I'm a run um, director now. So um, that was quite a challenge to to get that when you first stand up with the microphone you know I don't know I love um, it oh no I could get um so yeah we have about an average about 220 at the park run um which is fine because it's it's the Glen and Dunfermline so it's it's a park and Glen and things and it's it's lovely and um, they have a cafe in there as well so it's good for social afterwards um I was even up this morning doing a non-park run and there was I think about nine of us we all did our own thing and then just sat on benches outside keeping their distance and had a coffee. So we can still do it, you know, can we can still get together and do the runs, although it's not officially a No, run. no. When you was when you was busy, yeah. did you get many tourists? Yes, we've had people from New Zealand, we've had people from America, Germany. Um obviously we get some from down south coming up. Uh we become tourists ourselves because where our park run is that sometimes there's events on in, in Pentcreef Park or the Glen. Um, so some days we have to cancel. The days we cancel, then we tend to be tourists ourselves and go somewhere else, uh, which is is quite good. Yeah. I have been to yours yet. I've been to a couple down south, but I haven't been to yours. <laughs> yes, you're more than welcome to Northampton anytime. We're one big one big loop and then one medium loop and it's all tarmac. So we're very diverse you know for you know we can have wheelchairs visual guides it's very easy course 
to get round. Yeah, to go round, so, yeah, as old tarmacked, yeah. So. Yeah, and, and it's very flat, so you, you might, you know, find it difficult. Ah, We've only got one oh. little speed bump. <laughs> I actually Not, went to Warrington once, so we're down at um, a, a cousin's, and I thought, we'll go down Friday night so I can do Warrington Park Run. And I went with a friend there, and we did, I think it was a loop, and you had to come back round. And there was this little incline, and somebody says, come on, get up that hill. And my pal just turned, and she went, she's from Scotland, that's not a hill. (laughs) (laughs) So what what advice, Mags, would you give anyone who, you know, is thinking about running, especially as you was in your 50s when you decided Mm. to walk, run, what advice, yeah. you know, you often hear, oh, it's my knees, I'm too old. What do you say to those people? No, go for it. I mean, especially park run. I mean, I've got 70-year-olds that beat me in park run. <laughs> you just go for it. There's, you go out and you enjoy yourself, basically. You can run, you can walk, you can run, walk, you can just do whatever you want, as long as you're moving. That, that's me. I'm, I'm, I'm just happy to be out there and exercising. It's my space. It's my time. It, it helps me clear my head some days. Yeah, just go and do it. You know, all you need is a pair of trainers. You know, you, we all have the gear and the watches and whatever, but really all you need is a pair of trainers and just go. And yes, I would say Jog Scotland, Park Run, definitely. That, something like that, definitely, because that encourages you if you're out with other people in a group. Um, I'll run with Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, step forward with Lewis. Anything like that is better because you're out with somebody, and the, the minute you want to stop, if somebody's with you, you'll keep going. Next lamppost, come on, let's go. <laughs> and final question: What is your favourite treat after a, a park run? What What must you have? You go to the same cafe your uh, your home run. What's your treat? Yeah. Uh, well, park runs, park runs just always a latte. That's me. I just have a latte, not a problem. Um, but if I could say my favourite treat after a half or a marathon has to be a bottle of full-fat coconut Mars bar. <laughs> <laughs> Good <laughs> girl! They are the best things ever for reviving you. It was great catching up with Mags and hearing about how running or walking is something everyone can enjoy and get better at. Max really brings home the fun of running and the joy of being outside, as she says. Get out there and give it a go. Thanks for listening to this week's Running Tales podcast. Please remember to leave us a rating or review wherever you listen. It really does help other people find the podcast. I'll see you next week for another episode of the Running Tales podcast.